Can't Wait for Christmas is a proud member of the Christmas Podcast Network. Check out all the shows on the network at christmaspodcastnetwork.com. Hey, buddy, what you doing? Is it Christmas yet? No, sorry, not yet. I can't wait for Christmas. Yeah, I can't wait for Christmas either. In fact, let's celebrate now. <laughs> Welcome to the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. It's January 25th, 2021. That means we have a whole 11 months until Christmas. Today on the show, just when you thought Christmas was over, we're going to learn about a little-known part of the Christmas celebration, Candlemas, and learn the secret origins of another American tradition along the way. We'll also hear some kids' Christmas jokes from some 100% genuine kids, give you a recipe for some peppermint cookies, and we've got a new segment we're going to try out to get your thoughts on Christmas topics. Okay, let's start the show! Welcome back, Yule Believers. It's me, Tim Babb. It's a new year, but the same love of Christmas. I hope your holidays were full of love and laughter. My family and I had a delightful time, despite the fact that a Transformer exploded in my neighborhood and knocked out the power for a few hours. But thanks to the PG&E crew who had to work on Christmas, our power was back on in time for us to make Christmas dinner. So add power company employees to the list of people we need to thank for working on Christmas. But I gotta admit... The stank of 2020 kind of dampened the usually bright glow Christmas a little bit last year. So I'm really looking forward to having a rollicking Christmas this year. But since I feel like I didn't get my fill of Christmas last year, I need a little Christmas now. We need a Like I said, 2020 was, to put it mildly, kind of a drag. So I say 2021 is the year of the- Sea shanties! Yes, sea shanty- Wait, what? No! What are you talking about, imaginary listener that kind of sounds like Kermit the Frog? Haven't you seen this? Sea shanties are blowing up right now. This postal worker from Scotland named Nathan Evans posted himself singing a sea shanty, and the internet went nuts for it. There once was a ship that put to sea The name of the ship was a bully of tea The winds blew up her bowed up down Oh, below my bully boys blow <gasps> Soon may the weller man come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tonguing is done We'll take her leave and go Okay, that's great, but what does it have to do with a Christmas podcast? Isn't it obvious? 2021 is the year of Christmas sea shanties! What do we do with Grandma's fruitcake? What do we do with Grandma's fruitcake? What do we do with Grandma's fruitcake when she leaves the party? Throw it on the fire with the Yule Lager. Whoa, 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 no. That is not what we are doing. Fine, but you're missing out on the hottest trend, boomer. But I'm not a boomer. Whatever. So what I was actually going to say is I'm turning 2021 into 2020. Yum. That's not at all better. All year, I'm going to give out recipes that you can use to put a little Christmas in your taste buds, from snacks to drinks to treats. Like today, we're going to make some peppermint melt-away cookies. So the ingredients you're going to need for this are eight room-temperature egg whites, half a teaspoon of cream of tartar, a quarter teaspoon of salt, a cup of granulated sugar, two cups of powdered sugar, a teaspoon of vanilla extract, a teaspoon of peppermint extract, and some red food coloring. 
So, to start, you'll preheat your oven to 250. Get a baking sheet and line it with foil. Then combine the egg whites, cream of tartar, and salt, and beat with an electric mixer until foamy. In a separate bowl, mix the granulated sugar and the powdered sugar, then add the sugar to the egg mixture a little at a time while continuing to beat them. Then, you add the vanilla and the peppermint extract and beat for about 10 minutes. Swirl in some of the red food coloring so it has streaks of red that you expect when you're tasting peppermint. Then spoon dollops of the mix into a baking sheet and bake for one hour, but wait! Don't take it out of the oven. Don't even open the door. Just use your oven light to make sure they're cream-colored. If they are, turn off the oven and leave them there overnight. Yes, these cookies gotta get their beauty sleep. The next day, you'll either have a batch of cookies for later that day or the weirdest breakfast ever. Either way, this recipe is in the show notes of this episode at can'twaitforchristmaspod.com. Try it for yourself and let me know in the comments if it's worth the overnight cooking. And now it's time for our countdown feature, Five Golden Things. One of the things my mom was nice enough to get us last year in the run-up to Christmas was a Christmas joke book for kids. And my boys quite enjoyed reading the jokes. Out loud. Often and regularly. So I thought, since I have to hear these all the time anyway, and since this is a comedy podcast, I'd record some of these jokes and play my top five for you guys. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chris Kringle's Kids Comedy Clubhouse with our co-headliners, Michael and James Babb, reading their top five best Christmas jokes for kids. Number five. How do you know when Santa's at your house? How? Well, the answer is you can sense his presence. (laughs) Number four. What do you call a greedy elf? What? Elfish. (laughs) Selfish elfish. Number three. Santa rides in a sleigh. What do elves ride in? What? Minivans. (laughs) Number two. What is an elf's favorite sport? What? Mini golf. Honorable mentions. That's right, James can't actually read from the book yet, but here's a joke he made up as one of our honorable mentions. Why did Santa fall into a pit? Why? Because he ate a cherry. (laughs) Number one. How many Santa helpers does it take to make a dozen? How many? Twelve. Thank you, boys. If you have a favorite Christmas joke, be sure and... I have a good Christmas joke. Wow. Guy with asthma who sounds suspiciously like Darth Vader? I didn't know you were into Christmas jokes. I'm all about the comedy. Clearly. Okay, so what's your joke? When is a boat like snow? Uh, when? When it's adrift. A nautical Christmas joke? This calls for a Christmassy shanty! Wait, what? I'll sing you a song. It's a song that's merry. Ho, ho, Santa Claus, ho. I'll sing you a... Wait, no, no. This is all wrong. You're right. We need someone to sing the high part. What? Hey, imaginary listener, this sounds kind of like Mickey Mouse, but for copyright reasons, is definitely not Mickey Mouse. Huh? Yeah? You want to sing a Christmas sea shanty with us? Oh, boy. Wait! And he'll laugh. Ho, ho, Santa Claus, he's got a scram because he's got a long way to go. He'll cover the expense from New Zealand to France and laugh. Ho, ho, Santa Claus, ho. Will you guys stop that? Don't you know that? 
2021 is the year of Christmassy shanties? That's what I said! Get out of here! Typical landlubber. Anyway, what I was going to say is that if you have a Christmas joke that you'd like to share, please send it to me. You can record it on your phone or your computer and send it to me at christmas at tancast.com. That's christmas at t-a-n-cast.com. Dot com. I'd love to play your jokes on the show. And now a word from one of the other podcasts in the Christmas Podcast Network. What's up, dudes? I'm Jerry D. of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, books, fashion, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, he's got it covered. Wait, is there a lot of things to talk about for the 80s and Christmas? Well, you got the movie giants like Christmas Vacation, Scrooge, and A Christmas Story. There are TV specials like Muppet Family Christmas, Claymation Christmas Celebration, and a Garfield Christmas special. Plus classics shown every year. You also jam out to Last Christmas, Do They Know It's Christmas, and Christmas in Hollis. But most of all, it was a time for the most bodacious, best-selling Christmas toys ever, like He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Cabbage Patch Kids. Yes, them too. We cover them all, plus much more, including standard segments like Hap Hap Happiest Memory, Gagging with the Spoon, The Other Half of the Battle, and Chant with the Littles. So tune in to Totally Rad Christmas everywhere you get your podcasts. Turn the clock back and dive into those warm and fuzzy memories. Later, dudes! So, it's late January, and a lot of us are missing Christmas. But did you know the Christmas season isn't technically over yet? You see... Then put your little hand in mine. Oh. Okay, that's weird. I'm not sure why my alarm randomly went off. It's supposed to be set for 6 a.m. Sorry about that. Anyway, technically the Christmas season goes until February 2nd, culminating in a holiday called Candlemas. I saw several posts about Candlemas on social media this year, but the one that really inspired this segment was a post by Jerry D. from Totally Rad Christmas. It's a picture of Lady Mary from Downton Abbey in front of a Christmas tree, and it says, The tree stays up till Candlemas. You'll get used to how things are done here properly. Then, Dwayne from the Tinsel Tunes podcast commented that Jerry should do an episode about it, and I yoinked that idea right from the comment thread. Sorry, Jerry, you're welcome to do an episode about this in the future, but I had never heard of Candlemas before, so I wanted to find out what it was all about, and let me tell you, there were some pleasant surprises abound as I researched this. So, Candlemas is also called the Feast of the Presentation of Jesus Christ. It's also called the Feast of the Purification of the Virgin, or the Meeting of the Lord. What we are celebrating on this day is when Mary and Joseph brought Jesus to the temple. You see, at that time, Jewish law said that the firstborn son must be brought to the temple 40 days after they were born, and an offering of a lamb was to be given. Or, if the family could not afford it, two pigeons or turtle doves could be substituted. As Joseph and Mary were not wealthy, they brought an offer of two turtle doves. And I'm pretty sure that's why that line is in the 12 Days of Christmas song. That was one crazy thing to find out. Now, a full account of this is in Luke chapter 2, verses 22 through 40. When the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. 
And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Aster. She was of great age, having lived with her husband for seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of eighty-four. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. And that's what Candlemas is all about, Charlie Brown. This feast celebration also included the purification of the mother, which is where the Feast of the Purification of the Virgin Mary comes from. The earliest celebrations of this feast appear to date back to the 4th century. But you know what still hasn't come up? Candles! Let's learn about this. If then put your hand Again? That's really weird. Sorry that keeps happening. Anyway, how do we get from a celebration of Jesus being brought to the temple to Candlemas? And where are the candles? So... When celebrating Jesus, the light of the world being presented to the temple, churches would do a procession of candles to symbolize Christ's light. It also became customary to bless candles during the ceremony. Not only the candles that were in the church, but churchgoers could bring in candles from home to use in the processional and have them be blessed, and they could use these blessed candles throughout the year. So that's how this came to be known as Candlemas. But hold on to your hats, because I'm about to blow your minds. You see... In the Northern Hemisphere, Christmas happens just as winter begins, and Candlemas is right around the halfway point between the start of winter and the beginning of spring. And with Candlemas being so much about light and candles, people, particularly in Germany, started to ascribe meaning from how much light was in the sky on Candlemas. Basically, if it was a very dark sky and their candles burned brightly, they thought that meant warmer weather of spring would come sooner. But if the sky was bright, competing with the brilliance of their candles, that meant more dreary days of winter awaited them before the spring. As we people often do, folks started to look to nature for an indication of the amount of light in the sky on Candlemas. Originally it was bears, but when they became scarce, they looked to the badger. In fact, there was actually a German saying, which I will not try and mangle, but instead just give you the translation. If the badger sunbathes during Candlemas week, for four more weeks he will be back in his hole. Now, when some of these folks immigrated to the United States, particularly to Pennsylvania, they brought this tradition with them. But they didn't bring the badgers, so they had to make do with the animals that we had here. And they went with the groundhog. Then put your little hand in mine. There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb. That's right, campers. Rise and shine. And don't forget your Santa Claus hat because it's Groundhog Day out there. So it turns out Groundhog Day and Candlemas being the same day isn't a coincidence. Groundhog Day has its roots in Candlemas, the finale to the celebration of Christmas, which means the Bill Murray movie Groundhog Day is a Christmas movie. That seems like a bit of a stretch. Does it? Groundhog Day is only a thing because of the traditions that come from Candlemas, which is the feast of the presentation of Jesus Christ. That feast is seen by many as the finale of the Christmas season. So if Groundhog Day is part of the Christmas celebration, then Christmas isn't over until Groundhog's Day. And that means we get to leave our Christmas decorations up for a full 40 days after Christmas. I don't know. Maybe I could convince you with a sea shanty? Don't tease me. Hop aboard, matey! Oh, one day late in January, a neighbor lad came up to me. He said, when you're taking down your Christmas tree, your lights and mistletoe. One day when Candlemas comes, that's when Christmas is officially done. Till then I leave my lights on, cause I like to watch them glow. Eh, 
what's kettle, miss? The man asked me. I told him how Joseph and Mary went to the temple with their baby, and, and Jesus' light did go. <laughs> One day when Kettlemas comes, that's when Christmas is officially done. Till then, I leave my lights on, cause I like to watch them glow. The man walked off looking kinda sore, cause that weren't the answer he were looking for. I went back inside and I shut my door and, and cranked up let it snow. <laughs> One day when Kettlemas comes, that's when Christmas is officially done. Till then I leave my lights on, cause I like to watch them glow. <laughs> and that's all I got on Candlemas. Hope it was illuminating for you. Oh boy. All right, we're out. Yes, Christmas sea shanties are one thing, but I find your awful puns disturbing. Okay, well, if you're still listening out there, I wanted to try something new before we sign off. You see, all last year at this point in the show, we would play the latest chapter of our made-for-podcast Christmas movie, A Bomb for Christmas. But that story's all been told. There's no more chapters left. I mean, you're welcome to go back and listen, but I still like getting some other voices besides mine in the mix. So here's my idea. I'm going to give you a discussion topic, and then you folks can send me your answers and we can play them on the show. You see, along with the joke book, my mom got us this deck of cards called the Christmas Chat Pack. On each card are little prompts to get an interesting discussion going. I reached out to the question guys, the makers of this deck, to see if it was okay if I used some of these questions on the show. And they never wrote back. Which, if you think about it, means they didn't say no. So hopefully they won't mind if throughout this year I use 12 or so of these prompts out of a deck of 156 cards. But I will definitely leave a link to their website in the show notes. So, basically, I'll ask you a question every month, and you guys record yourselves on your phone or on your laptop and send it to me, again, at christmas at tancast.com. What was that? Christmas at tancast.com. And I'll play it on the show. This month's question. Let me pick one here. Okay. If you had a great voice and you could record a Christmas duet with any famous singer, who would you choose as your singing partner, what song would you sing, and why? Now, there are no limitations here. Time and space are not a factor. Let's assume you can fire up your DeLorean and head to any time and pick any singer at any point in their life. As an example, I'd probably go back and sing Jingle Bells with Andy Williams circa the mid-70s. I've mentioned before that Jingle Bells is my favorite Christmas song to sing, and Andy Williams seems like he would be fun to sing with. He's got that smooth voice and the perfect Christmas vibes. I think that would be a lot of fun. But that's just me. What would you do? Record your answers and send them to me at christmas at tancast.com. I'd love to hear from you. And that's our show. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Candlemas. Be sure to go to the website and grab that recipe for those peppermint cookies. And be sure to send me your thoughts on who you'd like to sing with and any Christmas jokes you like. Stay safe out there. And until next time, you believers, keep laughing all the way. And that was Christmas 1983. Actually, Dad, it's 2021. Oh. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a.k.a. iTunes, and email us about it at christmas at tancast.com, we'll send you a free Can't Wait for Christmas sticker. If you'd like to see the show notes or leave a comment on this or any other episodes, you can go to our official website, can'twaitforchristmaspod.com. While you're there, you'll find a link to our official Zazzle store where you can grab customizable t-shirts, ornaments, stickers, and all sorts of other Christmas-themed items all year long. We'd love to connect with you on social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we are Can't Wait for Christmas Pod. And on Twitter, we are at 
Christmas Pod. We Wish You a Merry Christmas was performed by the United States Marine Corps Band, and this amazing version of Jingle Bells on the accordion was performed by the wonderful and talented Christian Nowicki. All other music and sounds used in this episode are the properties of their individual copyright holders, and they are used for purposes of commentary and review. No infringement is intended. Okay, boys, did I forget anything? God bless us, everyone. Merry Christmas! Testing, testing, does this mic work? Testing, testing, for daddy. Why do basketball players love gingerbread cookies? Why? Because they can dunk them. What? Why do basketball players love gingerbread cookies? I don't know. Because they can dunk them. What did Thomas Gen- Thomas Jefferson put up for Christmas? Uh, Declaration of Indepresence? Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. That one. That's got to be in the outtakes. <laughs> sure, why not? Wait, can I say one? Sure. That's probably going to be in the outtakes, that one. Why did the it doesn't it doesn't have anything related to Christmas at all? Okay, go for it. Um, why did the old man fall in the well? Why is that? Because he couldn't see that well. <laughs> see that well, and also well. This is, double meeting. Oh, this is gonna go in the outtakes. Why did Ren not press the emergency button? I don't know why. Cause it was too snowy. What? <laughs> no, get it. White was old. White was right next to him. White snow. White, white snow, snow. White. No, I don't get. My- this is an Among Us joke. Oh, oh an Among Us joke? <laughs> oh, all right. Even all right. I know what Among Us is, but I didn't get that joke. <laughs> Then combine the egg whites, cream of tartar. Tartar. It is tartar. Oh, behold, it is tartar from the north. He has come to do battle. Oh, careful. He's going to sing a sea shanty. Sea shanty? Oh, sea shanty. Hello, I'm singing sea shanties. Why Why is there an Irish person involved in this? And why does he have a horrible accent? What is Tim doing? New year, same outtakes. <laughs>